Hello and welcome to the Nightside. I am your host, Troy, aka Nightside PI. And on today's episode, I know it has been a while here. I have a lot to cover. Uh, the Anthem VIP demo servers that were having issues, and I did get to go ahead and play that demo. It was quite fun, but I want to give you my impressions on what I think of that. And then we have Kingdom Hearts 3 that had uh, finally come out here. We'll go ahead and go over a few of those reviews. And then for Resident Evil 2, it's uh, been making quite headway for their uh, release with 33 million in their first week. But the main stories I'm going to go ahead and be talking about today are the announcements of Apex Legends from Respawn Entertainment and uh, how they handled that whole scenario and situation, which I think was uh, really smart. I really want to go into the details on that. And also, we've uh, recently, or uh, I should say, me and my wife have recently uh, gotten a Nintendo Switch, so I now will be trying to include any um, information regarding Nintendo or you know anything that's going to go ahead and kind of pique my interest and give you a actual legitimate feedback for Nintendo games. Now, uh, one of the things that I find interesting as well too is that we'll also be talking about the merger that um, Xbox has been, or excuse me, Microsoft has been talking about, which is getting xbox live onto the nintendo platform as well too and i just find it so funny that it happened around the same time now let's go ahead and get into the episode So with a lot of the announcements, I am sorry that it did take me a while to get into this next episode here. I've been working as much as I can to try and, and really come up with a, uh, I guess, uh, some, I wouldn't say better material, but just uh, more focused on how I'm going to go ahead and go about these. Now, I am always looking for feedback uh, from my listeners. Please let me know at my uh, email that is nightsidewelcome at gmail.com. You can also leave me a message on anchor.fm if you have that app. It is really great. I use that for my recordings here. Now, what I wanted to go ahead and discuss here, uh, as I mentioned before, first off was the Anthem VIP demo. I know that may have been a little bit a while back, but I was able to get into the open demo slash beta, whatever it is they wanted to go ahead and call it, but um, it was... Let's just say um, it wasn't as fun as I was going to hope. Like, they're, they're, don't get me wrong. It was, uh, you know, entertaining for the uh, time that I got to throw in there. But it just rang so many Destiny kind of bells when they first came out with their demo. Um, and uh, the kind of long grind that I feel like is going to happen. Now, I will give anthem a lot of praise for the customization options that they do have it just was staggering and it looks really great so i think that's one thing that they really had over um destiny and uh, kind of that uh, type of aesthetic is really being able to go into a full uh customization for your character but one of the things that i run into constantly when i was playing that demo was that i would not be able to use my ultimate abilities at certain points which was very annoying it, you just press it and just nothing would happen um there's times where my gun that i was holding would just disappear in my hands and i would just 
be holding nothing. Shots would be delayed out. So I expect that there are going to be some hiccups when that first uh, comes up here. But it it really did affect how I was going to you know play the game or you know how I was viewing the game. And uh, I'm the type of person that I I like to play solo. That is very much a game that's going to be all about joining together and, and going in groups. And so I, I reserve my judgment on that one. What I really wanted to go into was how weird their release window is with, uh, this game. And it, I'm seeing a trend with a lot of games that happen to do this where, they will go ahead and say this certain platform is going to get it uh, so early and then, you know, then it will release for, you know, so many people on this date. And it's like, why are you going to stagger it that much? Just just let everyone play at the same time. And that now the fact that people have a full week ahead with the game that, uh, you know, it's going to go ahead and... Uh, you know, spoil it for people that really wanted to get into the story, the the ins and outs of that uh, gameplay, and the uh, the actual after game as well to the um, the end game, I guess you would call it. And so, like I said, it's it's really annoying that they're staggering it that way. And um, you know, when are you going to have it? Just just release it all at once. Just make it. Simple for you, simple for the consumers, and not this exclusivity of who gets it first. Um, especially with creating such a big gap in between, um, you know, that, um, you know, exclusivity and, and who has it. It's just, I don't know, it, it never looks really good on a company, I feel like. But um, there's there's going to be a lot of things coming down the pipeline for Anthem, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, there's been generally positive reviews here for Kingdom Hearts 3. It's been uh, getting good praises for um, its combat and the graphics, which all look amazing. But as I was predicted, story is just one of the hardest things to follow in Kingdom Hearts. Um, you know, that it will give you at least a little bit of help and... and um, you know, a lot of my memories are just like the interactions that I had with uh, the Disney characters. So uh, hopefully that still stays true. But uh, from, you know, the the initial reviews and everything that's been coming in, it's uh, it's a little bit of a mix. It's not a perfect, you know, amazing game. Um, definitely worth the wait if you've been waiting for the Kingdom Hearts 3. But um, the elements that they've brought in back in the game and the the... Actual gameplay itself is is a lot of fun of uh, you know from what I've heard as far as the reviews, but the like I said, just that whole story is just something that's so confusing and so hard to try and follow, which which sucks because Square Enix does really great stories too. Uh, now Capcom has released Resident Evil Two Remake um, with high praise. I got to play the demo on that as well too, the thirty minute demo, and that was an amazing looking game. Um, just head to toe. I never got to play the original Resident Evil, so I, I, you know, don't have a frame of reference. But I remember being very scared when it did come out, and when it did come out, and um, I had a um, friend that uh, showed me a little bit at the beginning of it, and I just kept on freaking out, and he just, you know, eventually just shut it off. And I asked him if I could still borrow it, and he said no. So, um, you know, rightfully so. I uh, do the do like what they've done with this remake and just it 
from the reviews uh, as well too just everyone has been really enjoying this it's um you know head to toe just an amazing remake and and you know somewhere around a you know 9 10 score is usually what uh, i've been seeing here for it so uh, hopefully they're going to go ahead and keep up with that uh, big role there at capcom and um you know come up with some more uh really good remakes I would love to see a Resident Evil 4 remake. Uh, that was w- the entry that I got into as far as the series. So um, it is going back to that over-the-shoulder uh, type of view, which wasn't in the original Resident Evil 2. It was a static camera um, that whenever you walked into a room, it was just fixed in one location. So that, I think, is a really smart move that they did. They could have even gone to maybe do a first-person uh, I I wonder if they would ever try and consider that as an option for maybe for um, some of their other games. But this was all done in the same engine that they did Resident Evil 7 in. So uh, that was an uh, amazing graphics engine that they used. And so they've implemented it here and it just it has upped that game uh, beyond all belief. Now, the two main stories that I had mentioned before, um, one of which was uh, the new Nintendo Switch that I I finally got here. Uh, got a Nintendo, uh, excuse me, a Mario Odyssey on the Nintendo Switch. I've only gotten a, a, about an hour into the game here, so I don't have too much. But uh, one of, I wanted to go ahead and talk about was uh, we. Uh, did go ahead and get into kind of the Nintendo Entertainment uh, System app that they have on it, and I really enjoy that. I think it's an amazing idea where they can have really old nostalgia games like Super Mario and Mar- Super Mario Three and Zelda, all those things that um, you know if you didn't really get to play any of those games, or even as a you know younger generation that maybe has no idea where these things came from. It's so great to actually have that access and. Uh, that is something I'll give credit to Nintendo is that they do want you to go ahead and, and kind of have that nostalgia trip. Hopefully, you don't have to, you know, pay too much out of your pocket to do so. But the uh, the actual subscription is twenty dollars a year, so that is pretty easy, pretty manageable. Um, out of any online service, I think that that's uh, something that you could easily do. Now. Uh, one of the things that I found incredibly interesting was that when we got the Nintendo Switch, that there was also an announcement in regards to Xbox Live now switching over, uh, not <laughs> pardon the pun, but uh, not so much switching over, but also uh, to, to include the Xbox Live service onto Nintendo Switch. And that was, I think, maybe a, a, a week or so after we got the system. And I... I <laughs> I find that funny and interesting all in the same instance that Microsoft is really, really reaching out to do cross-platform and um, bring that service to anyone. And I really still applaud Microsoft for going those extra steps and trying to do those things. Now, it might be an evil plot to take over the world. Who knows? Um, You know, that's sometimes Microsoft's way. But... From what they've done on a gamer aspect is really open up the door for, you know, now 
you'll be able to access your friends list, your achievements, your um, things that you can go ahead and do. I have not gotten a solid word on whether or not I will have access to the games that I've purchased on my account. So I have a, a lot of games that I have purchased. And a lot of those games can um, now be on the Switch as well, too, such as Diablo 3. Um, you know, just one of many, many, many examples. But uh, I still am not quite clear if that's going to be the case. Now, I know that certain games that you would have on your Xbox account wouldn't actually go over to um, a Nintendo uh, service. Um, you know, for example, Forza is not going to be something you're going to be able to play. You know, Forza 4, Horizon 4 is not going to be something you're going to be able to play on the Nintendo Switch because uh, that's an exclusive with Xbox. And graphically, I know that the um, Nintendo wouldn't be well handled to try and run that type of game so i mean there is going to be a limit i think that uh the games that will allow to be over on the switch as well as xbox and um i mean i have dead cells which i would love to see when that comes out to the switch and i and they allow the live accounts to be on there as well too i mean why not be able to go ahead and get that game that would be amazing and i don't have to purchase it again it's already on my account and ready to go. So fingers crossed that that is what is coming up here on their plan and getting all of that really squared away and the uh, information that's going to come out is hopefully something we'll, you know, be able to work towards that. Now, the biggest announcement that uh, came out this last week here was Respawn's uh, excuse me, uh, Respawn Entertainment's uh, Apex Legends. Now, this I was really surprised about because they just kind of announced that they were going to go ahead and be doing a, um announcement on Monday. And when they did the live stream, it was you know, just as static images that kept on kind of occasionally changing uh but it wasn't until about noon that they did an official uh reveal now this definitely looked like a game uh for Titanfall 3 that was in development and um they just pivoted uh over to doing apex legends which just as a quick description if you have not been paying attention to any of the gaming news it was it was quite huge it was a big announcement because it just came out of nowhere um to announce a major game like that from a major studio is coming from uh ea and respawn entertainment and it's a battle royale uh, much in the vein of a combination that would say um call of duty blackout um the new battle royale mode that they have there and uh, I think it was like a Overwatch, like a hero shooter, because you are going to have specific roles uh, for your characters, or one's a healer, or, uh, one helps navigate, see, you know, one sees different enemies, another one pulls up a shield. So, like I said, it's definitely a uh, a hero centric type of character roster, um, not just a random person. And now, I will go ahead and say that. Uh, I, I I like that idea. I think that that's uh, pretty cool that they haven't really done that so much in a battle royale. Uh, there has been Realm Royale that has done that, and you have a certain kind of hero player base type of uh, you know 
skill set uh, within that uh, within that game. But this one is uh, definitely focused on keeping you as a team. You can't really do the game solo. It doesn't even have an option at this point. Uh, it's all a team of three, and it's working together to try and really win the match. And I I think that's amazing. A had I think such an am- such an uphill battle to try and make this really work. So let's look at a few things that they did. One, they went ahead and had to make the decision to do um, a grouped and not solo. Uh, They took a lot of elements out of Titanfall. They took out Titans. They took out double jumps, wall runs, things that really increase mobility, which, you know, is not the easiest thing to do when you're really known for your games on doing that. So, and I think it was a really tough decision that they had to go ahead and make. Uh, then what you're left with is a, a big stability. Is that, hey, you have to make sure that this runs smoothly, that there's no hiccups, jumps, anything else like that. And I did get to go ahead and play this game, and I didn't really experience any issues, concerns, connecting to servers, uh, hopping into games. Uh, I think the one thing that I really would praise this game for anything is the communications that... Uh, that game allows without actually having a mic. Uh, the story goes that they did take uh, respond had about a month or so of working on that game without any mics. No one could communicate to each other, anything else like that, to trying to develop a system that would work, and it's a ping system. Ping systems work really well. It informs people where you want to go. You just simply press one button. I can't believe that they actually just narrowed it down to one button um to do so much work but it really does so much work you'll say hey let's go there or i see an object you'll go ahead and and mark that object um you'll mark enemies all the things that um you know, help you communicate. And on top of that, it's not just going to mark it on the map for your, you know, for your teammates. It's going to actually, uh, on top of that, also start talking about what you're doing. It's like, hey, let's go over there. Oh, oh hey, here's this, um, you know, piece of equipment. Why don't you guys come over here? And so having that element of the character speaking when you don't have to speak and relaying the information that you want to relay to your team. Um, and have them being able to completely understand it is, I think, an amazing achievement that this game has been able to do uh, that you don't see really in any other games that are uh, that have come out. So I think that that is uh, one thing that they will definitely have to deserve pray for. The, ne- the next thing I want to praise them for would definitely be how they went about announcing this. Uh, I think it's incredibly smart that they just did a out of nowhere announcement and had uh, already had some uh, people within the industry check out the game beforehand. So they can give, you know, at least an opinion about, you know, what's what this game is and and everything like that. So they had already uh, established that, but everyone was on radio silence until they officially announced the game. And when they did, Everyone had material ready to go ahead and go for that. Now, when they released this, when they said, okay, here's the game, it's available today. Uh, that, I think, is for any company to be able to do that is is really big. Is just to say, hey, you know, by the way, you can play it right now. It's free it, and free to play, by the way, too. Uh, that was a, another huge thing that they addressed right away. Is they, they really looked into the genre of 
battle royales, what worked, what didn't, what was going to be fun. So they definitely did the season things, which, you know, for, you know, Fortnite does and, and a lot of battle royales now do. So you can go ahead and get regular loot and things that will go ahead and, and help in your progression for, for things like that. But if you just want to play around, have fun and, um, you know, that's your main objective in the game. It's a fun game to do that. And you're not pressured into having to, you know, spend so much money to look cool or anything else like that. The, the things get re- released naturally. Uh, they're going to be providing more updates as well, too, and balancing all the things that they need to. But they spent so much, I think, research, time, and understanding of what makes this genre something that can really be amazing so uh yeah when that came out i think it's only been out for a week now and they uh announced that they have about 25 million players uh that's that's staggering that's uh something that i can't really uh fathom just because of how well they handled that um whole transition just announcement to release to uh, the stability of the game, the the ins and outs of the actual games itself. Now, I will clarify, it's not a perfect game. You know, there's still some balancing things. You know, there's certain uh, certain characters are better than others. But in ultimate, you know, kind of is is it balanced? Is it good? It's it's a well polished. Um, well, I would call it a AAA game. You know, it's something that would have been on the shelf, something that would have easily been something that they could have charged um, a retail fee for for this game, uh, but they didn't. They they definitely wanted to say, hey, this is how we're going to go about it, free to play. Everyone enjoy the game, have fun. Uh, you want to customize your look? Great, here you can do that. Um, you know, and, and that's that's where you, you would be putting in your money, but overall the balance of it is is great and so i highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't checked that game out yet uh, that brings me back a little bit here to the anthem and uh ea getting that released and ready to go and getting it out there now <laughs> i don't know why they decided to do this or I, it's, it doesn't make sense to me, but basically the Anthem creators, Bioware and, and EA are, are projecting how much they're going to go ahead and you know, how many games are going to sell within this first week or so. You know, I forgot, I apologize. I forgot the timeline that they gave, but it was a pretty short timeline. Um, to where they're going to have six million sold by that time, and I think it's incredibly stupid of you to publish a, a statement saying how much you're expecting people to buy your thing. That is, that's kind of like just telling the internet, "Hey, I want you to f with me a little bit. Just go ahead and, and you know, really, really f with me." <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you're you're basically saying like, all right, we're we know you guys are gonna buy this, and this is how many you're gonna buy, and I think that's not that's not tasteful. That's 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 a cockiness on, uh, especially from a company that doesn't need to do that now. That d- doesn't need to say, oh, you guys are gonna buy this many copies of this new game. 
no, don't do that. That's you're just asking for so many problems at the time. I mean, look at what what you did with uh, you know, look at what EA did with the Star Wars Battlefront series, Battlefront Two. My gosh, did they mess that up so much? They you know didn't announce the whole. Uh, loot boxes thing that blew up in their face no one wanted to get it they thought it was going to be a huge hit and you know everyone gets free content and and look how much that that game got discounted um within the first weeks and and stuff like that they got so much slack from it now if you go into star wars battlefront 2 i mean you can get that game for like five bucks maybe now um on most sales days and um it's an amazing game. I I still play it. I still have fun playing, uh, you know, Star Wars battles and and going into that. Um, but I can see where there is a frustration of, uh, you know, those loot boxes and people getting uh, power up cards that would actually affect how the game plays out. And that's not fun. No one wants to have that. They they want to have cosmetics and they want to do things like that. So I think EA likes to constantly test the water with what they can do now like i said ea is part of respawn so you know they're proud of the apex legends and you have them part of uh, anthem which is going to be releasing here um fairly soon in february on the 22nd so they they're trying to i still feel like understand a market that is not happy with them and if they're going to go ahead and really pull themselves out don't say that you guys are going to be selling these many copies of a game. Just that, stop that. Just wait. Wait for it to release. You know, um, I it just the, the stark difference between how Respawn handled it and how Anthem was, was, holding, uh, was handling it is just so much more different. Uh, I am just thinking of if Anthem had just suddenly released in a day or two. Just like, oh, by the way, this is the new um, Bioware game, and that instantly gets everyone excited. And you didn't really just have any... that You didn't have, like, a test realm and the publicity and all these other things, and it's just such a, a weird thing to try and balance and, and actually try and see where the profit's going to come in. So I am going to definitely be reporting more on that uh, Anthem release when it comes out, the reviews and, and uh, everything like that, the numbers that they're hoping for and seeing how well they get close to that. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely see. But uh, I want to hear more feedback from my listeners here. Well, once again, uh, please send any questions uh, to Nightside. Uh, excuse me here. Nightside welcome at gmail.com and once again you can also leave me a message here on anchor.fm follow me on twitter i'm at nightside pi like follow do all that subscribe i really appreciate it i am still going to go ahead and be coming up with a regular schedule for streaming video games and uh that is going to usually be during the weekdays uh during about a two-hour time period. I'm going to be narrowing down that time period a little bit more now, but um, I am going to go ahead and be uh, streaming on Mixer. It's a little bit easier for me on my Xbox. Uh, Interesting story. I tried to go ahead and download the Twitch app on my Xbox, and for whatever reason, 
it does not work. I don't know if anyone else has that same problem, but um, I had two versions of it. Uh, one of them just just didn't open, and the other one, it says it was trying to download, and it wouldn't download. So I think it's a weird conspiracy that maybe, uh, once again, my, Microsoft does own Mixer, and yet somehow they still don't allow Twitch to really be on there or even updated. So I just find that little tidbit odd. Anyways, like I said, please go ahead and send me any information, questions, concerns uh, to those links there. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon here. Uh, once again, I'm going to be coming up with another episode here about a week or so, uh, testing the waters. Hopefully it's going to be within that week. But uh, I look forward to talking to you and have a great day or evening.